When the on-air mic goes off, the talk talk begins. It's Talk Talk with Martha Quinn. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Get your song. What, what? What, what? Let's get what, what? this party started. What, what? Ooh. What, what? Y'all want this party started, right? right? Oh. Y'all want this party started quickly, quickly. right? Let it be. Okay, yeah. Ooh, that's going to be our theme song. Yeah. I like that. What is that? CNC Music Factory. It is? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that's so good. All right, well, welcome to episode number 49 of the Talk Talk with Martha Quinn podcast featuring Martha Quinn show executive producer, Christy. Hey, what's going on? Morning show producer, Karina Velasquez. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for finding us on the iHeartRadio app, which is the best music app ever. I've just got to say, in one of our stations, one of the most popular stations is Pride Radio, which, by the way, is commercial free all this this month, all this month for June, because it's Pride Month. They have amazing DJs on Pride Radio. I've got to shout out. They've they got do. Houston. They've got producer Zach. And uh, who else is on Pride Radio from mm, 7 to 12? Oh, there's a girl named Delena in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I know. Think, I think Pacey. there's someone there's out. Oh, I like Pacey. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pacey's He's good. great. There's this yeah. girl, though. You know, sometimes I just, you know, I think her name is Christy. Oh, she Pretty is sure her name so is Christy. good. I love her. <laughs> she is my favorite. And she is one of the best DJs on the planet. She's also heard not only on this here podcast, but on our radio station as well, iHeart 80s at 1037. Um, me, Christy, and Karina are together in the morning on the Martha Quinn show. And then Christy is here until 3 o'clock, which I always say the Energizer Bunny looks at Christy and goes, oh, God, you're making me exhausted. And, uh, and Christy also works on Pride Radio from 7 at 9 to midnight so I don't know when I don't know when you're ever home Christy I'm chatty and I, that, I just can't help it I just turn just never stop talking <laughs> uh, so there is a ton going on as I mentioned Pride Radio is commercial free this month what kind of music is on Pride Radio because everybody loves it dance music and actually there's a Pride Radio flashback channel it's our sister station and it's all like 70s 80s and 90s like classic dance music so there's like you know some new order some new wave, oh, yeah. just dancey hits, Diana Ross, some ABBA on the Pride Radio oh, yeah. flashback channel. And then on the Pride Radio channel, it's um, a lot of like dance music, Charlie Puth, Dua Lipa, Calvin Harris, club music. Okay, some of those artists I've never heard of. <laughs> ABBA, I know. So Pride Radio, the pulse of LGBTQ America. And I just wanted to say that for our podcast this week, we're going to celebrate with an awesome guy we're going to talk to. You know, my favorite thing to talk about is families and love and sunshine and rainbows. And um, I was thinking about this, that, you know, families and love and sunshine and rainbows do exist. But I think Christy and Karina, they don't have as good a public relations firm as disasters and hurricanes. <laughs> Yeah, no, they don't. You know, because disasters and hurricanes have, you know, they're always on magazine covers. You know, they've got like Selena Gomez level publicity. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're here on Team Families and Love and Sunshine and Rainbows and here to talk about families and love. A guy I found on Twitter. He's from Connecticut, Frank Lowe. He has an LGBTQ family blog. Hey, Frank. Hi, Martha. How you doing? I'm awesome. Happy Pride Month. Thank you so much for joining me and Christy and Karina on our podcast. And Frank, you have a Twitter account with the best, catchiest name ever, which turned into a book coming out. Tell me everything. So what 
basically I did, um, my Twitter handle is at GadeHomeDad, and I've amassed well over 100,000 followers um, over the course of a few years. And I was approached by this publication company, uh, Kleist Press, and they do LGBTQ plus everything. Like they're basically the, the number one in America publishers. And they said, you know, we want, we want to do an anthology of stories of kids like mine. I'm a, I'm a gay dad myself um, to hear from them for a change because that's something that's never been done. And so the book ended up becoming an, an anthology of about 15 different stories of of uh, kids that were raised by LGBTQ plus parents, and it's a beautiful, very interesting journey. You know, the stories run the gamut. It's very diverse. It's um, it's necessary right now, if that makes sense. Um, tell me about your journey to parenthood. I'm 41 years old right now, and I'm divorced. So it started when I was 21. I met the, my ex husband, my now ex husband. Fast forward to 10 years later, and every adoption agency is different. And the one that we went with, the mother, the birth mother chooses you. So you actually have to sit around. It's, it's very nerve wracking. You sit yes. there and wait, you know, and hope. Six weeks later, we got like the official call, and it, which is unusually crazily short. You know, I couldn't even believe it. Um, I was just sitting on my couch and yeah, she, the, the lady calls and she says, you've been selected to be, um, you know, uh, the birth mother wants you to, to basically adopt her baby. Oh and we were gosh. like, of course. And then she's like, and she's doing nine days. <gasps> and we're like, okay. <laughs> like most people get nine months. <laughs> we got nine days. Oh my God. <laughs> so I did like, you know, if you've ever watched TL, see in those shows, you know, 48 hours or whatever. Supermarket sweep? <laughs> Completely. Well, yeah, that, exactly. I basically did everything I could to get that nursery together within, like, a week, you know. Um, and he actually came two days early, so it was, it was actually a week after the call, so. Um, oh, my so that's gosh, the story. that's crazy. Yeah, we were in the room when he was born, which was absolutely amazing, so I actually got to witness um, a live birth. Mm. And uh, fortunately, we left the hospital with our names on the birth certificate. Oh, my which, gosh. Which is, it's, it's kind of a rare. I, I almost hate to tell that story because it sounds so very blessed to compare to some of the other stories I've heard, you know, some really bad stories. But we really did luck out in this case. So we, and so um, Connecticut is a, is a great state for that. And within three months, we were his legal parents. And, you know, he, he knows no difference since then. And, and you know, obviously, I, I, we talked to him all the time. He knows he's adopted. Um, his birth mother is still in his life, which I think is really important. Yes, I'm a gay parent, but the key is the communication that we have with him. You know, we don't hide anything from him. Everything's out there on the table. He's probably one of the most well aware kids that I've ever met because of this. You know, he, he kind of knows everything that's going on. And we still do live in a rural Connecticut town where there's only maybe, I don't know, two or three other gay families I can think of off the top of my head. And if you're son was writing a chapter in your book. What do you think he would say? Okay, so it's funny. I let him write a little blurb at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. He's eight years old. So it's literally like, I love my dads. They play Legos with me. They play video games. You know, it's very like what you would think yeah. an eight-year-old would say. Ah. Uh. I kind of hate to use this term, but I will. He's all boy. Like, he's like one of those that's constantly dirty. He's constantly playing. You know, I got to go to t uh, baseball practice tonight and a soccer practice tonight. So it's like there's always something constantly going on. What do you think is the most um, interesting story you came across in assembling your book? Such a hard question. Probably my favorite is a girl. Her name's Rebecca Gorman. I think she goes by Becca. And what she was able to do is get 
Webster Dictionary to change the definition of the word gay because at one point it included lame. Oh, really? <laughs> which doesn't does that even make sense? Gay is like you know what I mean. Gay uh-huh. should be happy and you know whatever. Right. So she was able to to literally get the definition of the word gay changed, which I think is a huge deal. Yeah, that is huge. Um, but what's really interesting in writing this book, what I noticed is all the authors had to face this. So kids like my kid are facing this all the time. If you type the word my mom's mm-hmm. or my dad's into Microsoft Word, mm-hmm. it automatically makes it a gr- grammatical mistake because it wants to yeah. make that possessive. It right. wants to put that apostrophe there. So these poor kids can't even like do a report about my mom's or my dad's without Microsoft Word already saying, oh, you're different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it's an, it, it, it's, That's interesting. Yeah, and hopefully, I'm hoping since I kind of opened up that in my book, I put that in my editor's note, I'm hoping Microsoft Word will now come back and say, yes, we need to fix that immediately. So Yeah, that's an um, interesting little thing that you would never notice if you exactly. were not in that situation. Exactly. There's, little, there's lots of little things like that throughout the book. And, it, and the empathy is really what I want people to kind of take away from the whole thing. And it's a book of storytelling, which I think everybody appreciates a good story. And they run, they're totally run the gamut. So it's like, you name it, I, I was able to find that, if you will. And is this what you do full time that you're a blogger or do you have another type of job? Um, yeah, currently it is full-time. I'm an author. I have three. This is one of three book deals I have, and the next one I have is a children's book um, called Some People Do, and that'll be coming out next next June, so we've got a whole year, but it's a, um, I teamed up with a famous Instagram illustrator, and it basically is, there's nothing that's ever been done like this. Um, it teaches diversity to children in a very simple, fun, like Dr. Seuss rhyming manner. So it's like, um, you if you can think of a different kind of person, we've made sure that they're in the book. So Aww. it's like everybody will feel included. Yeah, exactly. That's the idea. So whoever picks it up, you know, not only do you learn about other people, but you're also included. So um, that comes out next year. And then I'm also working on my memoir and that's coming out next year. So yeah, I'm currently an author full-time and dad part-time, <laughs> if not full-time. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. And God bless social media. That's what I'm learning. Thank you. I agree. Well, this whole thing would have never happened had it not been for me just hopping on my computer in 2012 as gay at home dad and kind of like making it all kind of happen. It brought me tons of writing opportunities. Um, that's why I always tell people, I'm like, if you have any kind of dream, just go, just, you know, obviously just go for it and do it. And you'll, you never know what you're going to get. And a lot of authors that I talk to say that the same kind of thing as me is they kind of fell into it. You know, it just kind of happened by serendipity. So, um, hey, I'll take it. <laughs> I love it. I think it's it's a blast. Well, may I say you are charming and I Thank can't you. wait to read your book. It is called Raised by Unicorns and it is coming out when? June 12th. It's available for pre-order right now on Amazon. Already starting to climb the charts there, which I love to see. So, yeah, it's available right now. Well, best of luck. What's your what's your biggest hope for the book? Um, honestly, I, what I would really love it to happen is for it to become kind of a study. Like I would love for psychologists and psychiatrists to kind of pick it up and kind of go, okay, this is the first little window we have into what these people are, what it, what it's like to live their lives. Like it's, it's empathy that I really want people, there, there shouldn't be any sympathy involved. It should just be empathy. Mm -hmm. 
a lot of people were saying that it's like for the LGBTQ plus, I always stumble on that community, but I really think it's for everybody. I think it's for any parent, you know, or any, anybody that's just interested in other people's lives and stories in general, this, this book does it for you. So, yeah. Well, you're an awesome ambassador because you are, like I said, you just sound charming and lovely and um, awesome. Good for you for following your dream and sitting at home and doing it and your beautiful family and best of luck. So very cool. Thank you so much, Martha. Really appreciate that. Thanks for having me on today, too. Oh, my gosh. You're so welcome. Happy Pride Month. And always fun to have a special guest on the Talk Talk with (laughs) Martha Quinn podcast. And next week, Christy and Karina, it's going to be episode number 50. We're official at 50, right? Yeah. Yeah, That's what Maddie Stout said, who has the Access podcast here on the iHeartRadio app. And it's a podcast all about podcasts. And he said, podcasts become official when they hit number 50. So um, uh, Maybe somebody will finally know your name, Martha Quinn. We're gonna hope. um, I was thinking for episode number fifty, like we could do I don't know, what do you want to do? I was thinking maybe we should go over pull out some favorite moments. Like I was thinking we could revisit Neil Sean talking about Journey and Steve Perry. And some of my favorite moments I was looking through all of our episodes. Um Christy telling the story of her and Janine back in high school getting caught going to a boy's house by oh. Christy's mom, Miss Ruthie. That was the worst. I have I have a favorite moment that I'd like to share. Okay, what? A behind-the-scenes little tidbit. Oh, okay. Do you want to tell us now or wait till next week? Oh, I can't ruin the surprise. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I love, too, Karina, you telling the waiter at the restaurant why he's not getting a good tip. <laughs> that was a good one. I love that. Episode number five, I was cracking up, you guys, because it's called Martha Finds a Stick. So I guess that's before we got into doing the um, snappy titles. <laughs> Martha Finds a Stick. Wow. I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people clicked on that. So um, there you go. Next week is going to be episode number 50. We're going to have Christy's surprise. It's going to be just off the hook. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for finding the Talk Talk with Martha Quinn podcast. Appreciate. Please check out our radio station, iHeart 80s at 1037. It's the best 80s music on the planet, the best DJs. Christy James, Morris Knight in the afternoon, Ron Michaels in the evening, Clarence Barnes on the weekends, Little Ricky Flashback Friday night. We've got an awesome crew, fantastic 80s. Find us there if you're in the Bay at 1037 on the FM dial. And until episode number 50 for Christy and Karina, I will just say we miss you already.